0: Thank you. Welcome to another episode of the Yours Truly podcast. I'm your host, Claire Tuning, a peanut butter and jelly enthusiast turned registered dietitian, yoga teacher, nutrition coach, and entrepreneur. I believe that happiness and health comes from the ability to truly nourish your body, mind, and spirit through food, movement, and relationships. That's what this podcast is all about. Together, we'll learn to eat gently, move freely, and love fiercely, and probably make a lot of puns along the way. So join me and my stellar squad of guests to learn the tools that you need to break free from a world of diet culture and negativity to fully, gently, and mindfully step into your own source of power. Yours, Julie, Claire. Here we go. What is up, my friend? Welcome to episode 47 of The Yours Truly Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And if you're wondering, oh my goodness, Claire, can you even make it like 10 seconds without inserting some type of pun into a podcast? Well, you just figured out that the answer is indeed... No, no I can't because when you have the last name Tuning as a dietitian and also a podcast host, it's too good not to make a pun at every opportunity that you possibly can. So thanks for coming to episode 47, for making your way to the podcast week after week, or for coming here for the first time today. And before we get started on the amazingness of the content that is this podcast, I have to sprinkle a little bit of real life in here because I know you guys come here for in two intuitive eating for mindful eating for tips about non-diet nutrition and of course That is what I'm on board and here to provide, but we got to sprinkle a little bit of real life in here because something huge happened this week. And since I work alone, since my only coworker is myself, sometimes I run out of people to talk about these things. So so we're going to talk here, me and you podcast audience. And I have to tell you, I feel like over this past week, I have completely reverted to my middle school self. And I mean this in the best way possible because the thing that happened this past week is the Jonas Brothers, Nick, Kevin, and Joe, Jonas of the Jonas Brothers. You've probably heard of them if you grew up at all in the early 2000s. They are reunited and they are back together for their newest album, Called happiness begins. And my happiness surely did begin or come back at least or strengthen when this episode released this past Friday. So if you're wondering what I have been doing for the past, I don't know, almost a week at this point, it has been listening to the Jonas Brothers on repeat, Day after day, song after song, I'm happy to report that I know the lyrics to almost every single word on this new album yet. And yes, I am super proud about that. So I'm going to humble brag all over this mic that I, I, I'm just like, I, I love the Jonas Brothers so much. Yes, I'm reverting back to my middle school self, but not only did they release a new album which is amazing but they also released an amazon prime movie to go along with it so if you're wondering what i have been doing when i haven't been listening to the album it has been watching that movie and also talking to my stellar clients of course but if you're wondering omg like what should i listen to what should i do with my free time you should definitely go check them out no this is not sponsored by the jonas brothers even though i, I really wish it was i wish they knew me enough to say claire talk about me on your podcast but they don't but but anyways, go listen because their new album is Rockin' My Socks. It's, I don't know why I just said that. Is rocking My Socks Off even a thing? Is that something that the kids say anymore or is that just like middle school Claire really coming out and showing her colors? But anyways, go listen to the Jonas Brothers if you haven't already. After you finish this episode of the podcast, of course, first things first, we got to talk about the podcast, then you can go listen to the Joe Bro. So speaking of the podcast, I'll shut up about the Jonas Brothers now. You're like, Claire, oh my goodness, are you just going to go on for hours? I could, but I will spare you because we have to roll into the first segment of today's podcast, which is the yours Chulag Gold Slayers Facebook post feature of the week. So if you've been here forty-seven times and counting, you know that the yours Chulie Goalslayers is a private Facebook community that I run that I hold space for not only for my one-on-one clients or my people who are going through this intuitive eating journey with me individually, but also people who are interested in learning more about intuitive eating and figuring out tips, tricks, and tools to help them along their journey, as well as receiving community support from, let's see, how many people are in here? 171 other people who are also on their intuitive eating journey. So the post I'm going to feature today came through earlier this week, and it is from one of my one-on-one clients. She is reflecting on a call that she and I had together, which I have to say was a really groundbreaking moment for both of us on this call. So here's what she has to say. Hello all. I had my call with Claire this morning, and after some time processing everything we discussed, I have never been happier to be wrong in my life. Ha ha," she adds. "I went on vacation last week, and for the most part, I had a great time. Initially, I worried that all of that all that I would be eating out would be too scary. But soon, I found that our hotel had a great breakfast buffet, and every meal from lunch came home with us as leftovers for dinner. Score! But I did have one rough body image day, and it stuck with me for the rest of my trip and my time at home." I kind of slipped into a funk and I realized how unhappy and lazy I feel now that I'm not working out as much as I used to. I thought since I was on an intuitive eating journey, I had to work out less, but Claire said this actually wasn't the case at all. If I truly feel good when I work out or move my body, then it's okay to do it with that intention and not out of the intention to punish my body for the foods that I have eaten. I feel like I'm so much more comfortable with food now and I have made so much progress, but I thought that was all that I could work on during this journey. I am so glad that I was wrong. Claire and I set a new move freely goal, and I am feeling so much happier and more confident already. It just goes to show how important it is to share your feelings because I was feeling so lost for a bit, and Claire had no idea. But she listened to me and helped me come up with a new goal to work on. Thank you, Claire. So I want to give a big shout out to this goal slayer who not only shared her feelings and and did that with me, but also brought what she was feeling to the community. Because, like she said here at the end of the post, it is so important to share what you are feeling on an intuitive eating journey, on any health journey, or just journey in general in life that you may be embarking upon because you may be feeling something, you may be struggling with something. But if you don't allow other people into that space to help you or say, hey, I need help, or I need to talk this out with you, no one will know, and you were not meant to struggle alone. So that is why coaching, that is why this Facebook community is so powerful, is because it gives people and individuals the space to say, hey, this is what I'm feeling, this is what I'm struggling with, let's talk it out so I don't have to remain stuck in this space. So that's the one thing that I want to pull out of this post, is she shared what she was feeling, and she is feeling so much better afterwards, because in doing so, she was able to receive some some support rather and accountability to help get her out of this space. But the other thing that I want to touch on is she really brings into the conversation here how important it is to have a very individualized approach with intuitive eating or any health journey in general. Because every human Everybody is different. What works for me personally, me, Claire, on my intuitive eating journey may not work for my client, may not work for you, and that is okay because we are all different human beings. That is why in my one-on-one coaching program, there is no exact handout that I send to everybody. There's no exact process that I take every one person through because everybody deals with different things that come up on this journey. And what she was talking about specifically is the move freely portion of this journey. So moving freely is simply getting back to a space with your movement practice where you are moving your body out of the intention to feel good. You're moving to feel joy. You're moving to Just feel the best in your embodied space rather than out of the intention to punish your body, to guilt your body, or to shame your body for what it looks like or to make up for something that you ate. So some individuals who I am working with on this journey, when we get to the concept of moving freely and we discover they are currently moving their body or engaging in exercise practices out of that really restrictive negative mindset, sometimes that does mean we need to take a step back from our movement practice and maybe give our body a rest, especially if we have been pairing a restrictive relationship with food with that. Sometimes a rest is the best way to move your body freely. But what she had realized after she had taken this step back from movement, she was realizing. I miss how I feel when I move my body. And I know that when I return to a movement practice, it's not going to be out of the intention to punish my body, to manipulate my body, or to make me feel bad for something that I ate. She was realizing I'm getting the urges to move my body again, but it's coming from a different space and an intention. And she thought, as she kind of outlined in this post, that wanting to move her body more, even if it was out of this more pure intention, went against the intention eating journey. And that, my friends, is simply not the case. Like I said, Some people coming into this journey do need to make the intention to move their body less, to give it space to heal, and to give it time to recoup, to strengthen from whatever damages we may have done to it. But other people on this journey, if you're saying, hey, I miss moving my body. I loved how strong I felt. I love the energy that it gives me. I love how much joy that I get from my movement practices. If your intention is coming from that space, there is absolutely nothing wrong with setting the intention of, I want to move my body more. It really does just boil down to what is your end goal with this? And are you coming at this goal or this intention from a space of caring for your body, of nourishing your body, and of feeling more energized? Or are you coming at it from a diet reason? So as she and I discussed in our call, the space she is in now with her movement practice, she was going to be coming at it with really positive, intuitive eating, health at every size intentions. But she was afraid that in voicing, hey, Claire, I want to move more. That meant that she wasn't doing a quote, good job eating intuitively or being on this journey. But as I reassured her, this is your journey, not Claire's journey, not anyone else's journey. There's no right or wrong way to do this. There's no perfect way to be on an intuitive eating journey. It really is just up to you to say, how do I feel best? What is my intention behind what I'm going to do? And how do I want to feel? And I think I just kind of repeated myself, but you get what I'm saying. It doesn't go against an intuitive eating journey to move your body more. It really just boils down to what is your intention behind that? So thank you again to this goal slayer who shared this wonderful groundbreaking moment that we had on our call where she was never happier to be wrong in her life. And I am happy to kind of hold that space to let her know you're not alone in feeling that way. And this is your journey. So if you are hearing this, if any of this is resonating with you and you're like, oh my goodness, I want to be in a community that shares stories like this, where I can talk moments like this in my own life out with other people and receive accountability, receive tips, receive community support around these topics, come join us in the Your Shuli Goal Setting community. So like I said at the beginning of this spiel, this community it is private. But it is free and it is open to join. The only reason that I keep it a private community is so that I can get to know everyone who comes in and so it stays the best, most uplifting and supportive place in the internet. We don't talk about weight. We don't talk about weight loss. We don't talk about, you know, burning calories or any of that negative intention I was talking about associated with movement. This really is a space for getting to know more about you and your intuitive eating journey. So if you're interested and you want to join us, you can do this by by two, two ways. Did that make sense? You can do this in two ways. How about that? The first way is you can find the application to join in the link in my Instagram bio, shameless plug, at Claire Tuning on Instagram, click the link in my bio and you will see, join the free private Facebook community. You will fill out an application and I will reach out to you really shortly after you do that to invite you into the community and to see what I can help you with. The other way that you can do this, if you are not on Instagram, if you're like Claire, the gram is not my jam. Yes, I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Maybe the Jonas Brothers should hire me as their new songwriter. Anywho, I digress. The other way you can do this, if you're not on Instagram, you can search the Yours Goal Slayers on Facebook. It will come up as a private community. You can request to join, and I will get that request sent to my inbox. I'll send you over the application, and we can move forward in that way. We would love to have you, so really, come join us. I talk about this every week, and some of you still aren't hanging out with us in the Facebook group. And I just want to know why. Like, come over and join us. It's going to be one of the best experiences in your little internet space, in your internet life. So, da-da-da-da, fancy transition music like we have every week. I started that as kind of a joke one time. I was like, ooh, let me just do some music with my mouth. And I have seriously done it every episode since. So I hope that isn't getting annoying, my transition music, but we are transitioning to arguably the most exciting part of our podcast today, the client spotlight that I have for you guys. So I believe this is about my fourth or fifth Client Spotlight episode and I just want to give a big shout out and a thank you to all of my clients who I have been lucky enough to have the opportunity to work with one-on-one and who have been brave and willing enough to come onto the podcast, to come onto recorded video and share a little bit about their experience and their own intuitive eating journey so that maybe It will resonate with you and you can get some more tips, tricks, and tools to further and strengthen your own intuitive eating journey because like I say every week, I could talk about intuitive eating until I am nearly blue in the face, which I feel like I am right now because I'm getting heated doing this intro, but I could talk about it for days and days, but maybe one of these clients, one of these amazing intuitive eating individuals will say something about their own journey that resonates with you on a level that nothing that I have ever said before will. So there's a lot of power in, again, sharing your story like that post from the Goal Slayers, but this client spotlight episode is special and unique because this is no longer a current client of mine. So she and I, her name is Becca as you will see or as you will hear rather since this is a podcast. In our interview, Becca and I worked together all the way back ending in February. So we had a wonderful relationship. She made so much progress in overcoming the inner macro tracker intermittent faster diet number centered person in her. She made so much progress, but what is so cool about this episode is she is coming back. What is that? February, March, April, May, June. Yes, I just counted on my fingers if you're wondering. She's coming back five months after the fact to really demonstrate and show you guys that the tools she learned in intuitive eating coaching or reconnecting back to her strong and confident inner intuitive eater have lasted her and have continued to strengthen over the time that we haven't even been working together. So I think the thing that so many people fall into in this diet culture that we live in is we think 30-day challenge, three-month challenge, 90 days, whatever it is. And and the reality of that is life... God willing, I hope that we will all live for more than 30 more days or 90 more days or, or one more year, whatever it may be. There is no time stamp on the tools that we need to learn to strengthen our health journeys, to become a better version of ourselves. So I really have to applaud her for not only putting the work and the effort forth when we were working together one-on-one, but she has extended these lessons to really be sustainable and lasting her as they continue to strengthen in her progress even after we have been working together. It didn't end 30 days after coaching. It didn't end 90 days after coaching. And as you will hear her speak about towards the end of our little interview, she really sees it as something that is going to be the last stop for her. That is what I always describe intuitive eating as to my current clients, to my friends, to potential clients, to my family is this is the last stop. When you decide to fully commit to, to cannonball into the pool that is your intuitive eating journey, this is where you want to be for the rest of your life. You want to have a healthy relationship with food. You want to have a healthy relationship with your body. And you want to be able to enjoy these things in a space that extends past the expiration date of 30 days, 90 days, a year, five years. You want to be in this space with health, not yo-yoing back and forth, not doing all of these negative things that have proven to have negative health outcomes. We don't want to be in that space indefinitely. We want to be in a place where you know the practices and the habits and the self-care tools that you do every single day will last you for a lifetime. So I'm going to Gently step off of my intuitive eating dietitian soapbox now and simply leave you with I'm so proud of this client, not only in the time that we worked together in the rules that she challenged within that time. But I am so proud that she has taken what we established together as a team and she has continued her progress for the five months that it has been. And she will continue on with her progress for the rest of her life. So without further ado, here is my conversation with past client, Becca. Enjoy. All right, we are back with another Client Spotlight episode with Becca, Becca, say hi. Hey. <laughs> so this is a very unique episode, if we can even call them that, of a client spotlight, because Becca is a graduated client. We stopped working together, what we just decided off camera like three or four months ago. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, you've been on your own in the intuitive eating world for a while now. You just moved across the country as well, so there's been a lot going on. But what would you say, I'm gonna kind of like zoom back to, uh, ironic because we're talking on Zoom, but Zoom back (laughs) to before you and I started working together, Mm -hmm. what was your relationship with food like before you started working with me?
1: Before working with you, I found eating, any kind of eating situation, whether it's like my daily, day-to-day, or like going out, so stressful so it would consume so much of my thought processes like whether that was you know what am i eating right now when not only what i should eat but when and you know if i'm gonna eat xyz later what am i gonna eat now and just like always being so preoccupied by food it was just like it was so overwhelming to me and i remember you know anytime i would encounter like a baked good that i wanted i would like panic inside and i was like this is not healthy for me. This is not right. Like I do not, this is not how I want to live the rest of my life. So, um, when I saw Claire through Instagram, um, all of your messages, I was like, this is what I need. I need to work through this. This is not how I want to be.
0: So, Mm -hmm. And and two, and I'll kind of ask you so we can update the people on how you're doing now, but really a theme in us working together was, was you saying, well, oh, I eat healthy foods. Like I feel like I eat healthy, but the way that I am mentally about it some of the times isn't necessarily healthy, which I feel like we all struggle with at some point. And I really have to applaud you for being like, this, this isn't as healthy as it seems. I need to address some of these issues. So that being said, you're out of the program now, flash forward months, half a year, whatever it's been. And you have graduated. You're on your own, like we said, with intuitive eating. What has been the most, the biggest, most impactful change that you've realized from where you were before we started working together? What has been the biggest change that has stuck?
1: um do you mean like conceptually or like very like objectively <laughs> either or it's, it's open-ended say, yeah. so the thing that's stuck the most is how little I spend thinking about what or when I should eat so before it was like oh my gosh I'm super hungry but you know it's not lunchtime yet or like I'm trying to you know do intermittent fasting and it's I still have like two more hours that I should do and like you know, just like always thinking, thinking, thinking. And now like I'm hungry after a workout, I'll eat something that makes me feel good and I'll move on with my day. Um, You know, it's, it's, there's no more preoccupation with, you know, the exact um, timing or like, you know, oh my gosh, am I going to eat rice today? Does that mean I can't have rice tomorrow? Like, what if I have a sandwich? I don't know. It's like, that does not happen anymore, which is great. And I can eat um dessert without being like, oh my gosh, like this is my one dessert this week. Like I better just you know, really enjoy it. Better be the best dessert I've ever had and you know, I'm not gonna get this sugar for another week or so. Like I don't do that anymore either. Um so yeah, it's just been really easy. Like I just don't think about things like that. It doesn't consume my life anymore. And I stopped intermittent fasting too, which has been like amazing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's kind of, I know an analogy that we talk about a lot and that I talk about to all of my clients, like random people on the street, like the mental pie chart of energy. Like before, as you just described, it was mostly food with little room for everything else. Food just consumed a lot of space, a lot of time, a lot of energy. But now, of course, it consumes some because you still eat, obviously. But in a way where it's a more healthy relationship with food and you have space. And time in your day to do more impactful things, to do other things with your life, which I think is the true definition of healthy eating, healthy living, all of that. So, that being said, you've had a big transformation from. When we first started working together to where you are now, out on your own, living intuitively in this world, what is something that you would say or a piece of advice to someone who is sitting in your shoes where you were, what you described in that first question before we started working together, what would you say to them if they've maybe heard of intuitive eating, they're maybe a little bit skeptical, as I know you probably were, what would you say to them to maybe either get them into motion or help them to decide if this is the right path for them?
1: So one thing I would say is just don't, don't be afraid to try something new. So obviously if someone is considering intuitive eating and they're, you know, they can resonate with some of the things that a lot of your clients um, identified with their struggles before, that, that means that there's something that they know is not working for them, and I think a lot of things. A lot of times, what holds people back is this fear of doing something different. Like, oh, if I do something different, like what's the outcome? Like, where, you know, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm of, uh, you know, what if I, you know don't like it? Or what if I just get out of control or what if, what if, what if we always think of the worst case scenario? And my advice would be, Hey, just try it. Just do it. Obviously something you're doing now is not working for you. Just because you try something doesn't mean you have to commit to it for life, even though with intuitive eating, you probably will because it's so great, but just go for it. Just try it. Don't be the one, don't be the person that's holding you back. You know, just, just go for it and try it. You don't have to commit to anything. Just
0: do it. Kind of like don't stand in your own way. And I love what you said with intuitive eating as well. You kind of hinted at the last question that I have for you. You said, you're probably going to want to keep doing it because it's awesome. And it does make you feel like your whole mental energy pie chart isn't consumed. But last question I have for you is, would you say that what you have relearned with intuitive eating, the place you're at now, is it sustainable for the rest of your life? Do you see yourself eating this way, feeling confident with your food choices in the intuitive eating path for forever or not forever? Kind of where is the sustainability factor for
1: you? I I mean, I definitely think it's sustainable, but also something that i learned is that it's a process. So it's not like, oh, I, I worked with Claire and now like I just eat intuitively all the time and it's perfect. Um, you know, I still have some of the same thoughts that I used to have, but the the um, there's so much quieter, the resources and the mental... Um, strategies that I have to combat those negative thoughts are so much stronger and so much more in line with who I am as a person that I feel that that is sustainable. So um, yeah, so it's not like you're going to graduate from working with somebody and being, and everything's going to be great and easy and you're going to eat cake when you want it. You're always going to eat when you're full and, or or even hungry and stop when you're full and, and you're not. And that's what I think is so sustainable about intuitive eating is that there is no perfect way to do it. And it's always a process, You'll always be changing and growing and becoming more and more of intuitive eater. That is what makes it so long-term and sustainable. Mm.
0: Mic drop. (laughs) Are you going to be an intuitive eating brand ambassador? I don't know because you just said succinctly everything that I hope someone can gain by working with someone like me or anybody else who does intuitive eating. It's you learn the tools and the mental strategies, but you also learn that it's an, an ongoing ever going process where you learn more about yourself. It's never perfect. There's no perfect way to do it. There's just your way. And that's going to change and evolve with time. So you just rocked it. Thank you so much for being our first graduated client (laughs) on the client spotlight. And we'll talk soon. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Yeah. There you have it, my friends, another client spotlight episode in the book. So I wanted to come on here one last time to say thank you so much for tuning in, or should I say tuning in? flashback to the beginning of the episode to episode 47 of the yours truly podcast if you found anything in this podcast valuable or useful to your own intuitive eating journey and you think that other people just like you could benefit from also hearing the same message please do not hesitate to like love and share this podcast episode on any social media platform that you enjoy hanging out on. And I really encourage you, if anything that Becca and I were talking about in this episode resonates with you, on a personal level, and may look like something that you are either currently struggling with or have struggled with in the past with your relationship with food, movement, or your own body. I really encourage you not only to reach out and apply to join the Yours Truly Goal Slaying Facebook community, like I talked about at the beginning of this episode. But if something is really hitting home and it's been something that you have struggled with. For a long time and you're not getting past it on your own, I highly encourage you to reach out to see if you may be a good fit for my one-on-one individualized intuitive eating and gentle nutrition coaching program. To find out more about the program, you can receive a link to apply in my Instagram bio. Again, you just tap my bio on Instagram. It will say private nutrition coaching Application." Or you can reach out to me on Facebook. You can shoot me an email, nutrition at gmail.com, and I will gladly send you this application. You can fill it out, and we can schedule a free... 30 to 45 minute strategy call to see if you may be a good fit for what I do in helping individuals one-on-one reclaim the joy, the ease, and the health that dieting stole from them. So I hope to see you there. And without further ado, we'll see you next week. Yours Julie, Claire.